0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast here at Discovery Point Church. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message inspires you and is the beginning of a life-changing relationship with Jesus. Enjoy the message. Welcome. Uh, my name is Greg. I'm one of the pastors here at uh, the best church in the world, so we're glad you guys are here, and we're honored uh, that you've spending some time with us. If you're joining us online, thank you for uh, being with us uh, this Sunday or whichever day uh, you choose to watch. If you and I were to wake up tomorrow with only the things that we thanked God for today, what would we have? What would we have? It's an important question to ask in our lives. And, and so this weekend, we're talking about three beautiful, meaningful words. Those words are grace, gratitude, and glory. And and as I began to look into those words, I, I came across one verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 that all three of those words are used in one verse. It, it's a powerful verse. And, And that's what we're going to examine this weekend. So I invite you to turn in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'm going to begin reading in verse 13, and then I'm going to make my way to verse 15. This is where we find those beautiful words. Beginning in verse 13, Paul says, but we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to Himself together with you. Verse 15. And all of this is for your benefit. Now, are you ready? Here we go. Look at what he says. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more And more glory. I think I want to read that again. Verse 15. All this is for your benefit, he says, and look at this, these beautiful words together, packaged in just a sentence or two. As God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. Let's pray. Father, we pray that as Your Word goes forth, that it is received. We ask that the Holy Spirit right now is working in our hearts as we hear the Word of God. The promise is that Your Word will not return void, that it will accomplish what You have purposed for it to accomplish, that it will bring forth fruit of the kingdom. Father, I pray for those who will hear, I pray for myself as I share this word, that it is the powerful, life-changing word of God. We confess we're ready to receive it. We want to have ears to hear, speak to us. In the name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen. Look at those words, grace, gratitude, and glory. Say that with me, grace gratitude and glory let's dive a little deeper into these words the first word grace is it's the greek word charis and it it means that it's a state uh, of kindness and favor toward another It, it is certainly one of the most beautiful words in all of the scriptures and it's it's God's unearned unconditional unmerited favor it's a beautiful powerful rich Word. And, and there's something so beautiful about this word as we begin to understand that, that it is it is his grace that has Paul says that is reaching. And to understand that God loves us as we are, not as we should be. God loves us as we are, not as we should be. God loves you as you're sitting in that seat, as you're sitting on the couch. He loves you right now in this moment. As much as he's ever loved you before this moment even though today he knows what we were thinking about he knows if we're engaged in our time together he knows what thoughts we've had what actions we've taken he knows it all yet is unmerited unconditional favor goes out and loves us in deep rich amazing ways it's called grace and then Paul says not only grace, but he uses this word gratitude. It is the Greek word eucharista, it means gratitude or thankfulness. It's a, it's an expression of appreciation. Isn't it nice to be appreciated? Isn't there something about someone saying I appreciate you or thank you? There's there's something special about that element of appreciation, and and gratitude is a it's a powerful word, is it not? It, it affects our lives in so many ways. So. Even spiritually, the scripture teaches that in Psalms 105, that gratitude, uh, it it helps us understand the work of God. In Psalms 136, the psalmist says that it is gratitude that deepens our faith in God. Paul in Philippians chapter 4 says it is gratitude that leads us to the peace of God. Mentally, physically, spiritually, gratitude is a powerful, powerful word. Zig Ziglar said this about gratitude, he says gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. So Paul says we we have grace that's reaching, we have gratitude exploding, and and then he mentions the glory of God. This is the Greek word doxa, and it, it means to have a good opinion about someone. That's what the word really means, it means to have a good opinion. And that opinion produces praise, honor, and glory. So look at these three words. He he begins with grace, and he moves to gratitude, and he ends it all with God's glory and God getting more and more glory. And so as I begin to examine this passage, 2 Corinthians four fifteen, I begin to wonder. Okay, as I looked at it, I begin to ask myself, is it is it grace? Then gratitude, or is it gratitude, then grace? Is it the chicken before the egg? I don't know. I begin to process that. And I begin to think about that, and then I landed here. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, it's gratitude that opens my eyes to see grace. And then I'm like, no, I, I don't think that's it. And so I dug a little deeper in the text. And what happens in the text is that the Apostle Paul uses a, a, a tiny little primary preposition. It's, it's, it's D-I-A, It's, it's called the dia. Dia. It's this small preposition, and this tiny preposition that, as I dug a little deeper into the passage, that I begin to discover actually what Paul is saying in the passage. This dia. Is a, it, it denotes a channel of an act, a means, or a reason. It's a. It's a conduit. This little preposition, in this powerful passage sheds light upon this aspect that grace is the means and the reason for our gratitude toward the Father so it's not necessarily gratitude before grace but it's actually grace before gratitude and grace is the conduit the reason the means which we begin to understand and that leads us to a place of gratitude which ultimately leads us to a place of glorifying the Father you see the process If we were doing math, it would be something like this, is that grace plus gratitude equals glory. It's it's an amazing deep passage. And so as I begin to dig in a little deeper, I begin to understand, well, why is this so important? Why why is the crescendo of this verse the glory of God? Here's why. We were created for His glory. We were created for His glory. This is one of the most life changing truths that you will ever apprehend is that you and i were created to bring god glory if i was a parent and i am a parent my kids are a little bit older now but if i was reparenting right someday i may reparent if i was to reparent this would be one of the primary messages to my kids and my grandkids is that you are created for the glory of god and i say that because If we don't know why we were created, how can we possibly know how to live? If I don't know why I'm here, at the core of why I was created, how can I possibly know how to live? Isaiah 43, 7. Bring all who claim me as their God. Say it with me. For I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. What, what a powerful passage. Paul says we have grace, and, and that leads to gratitude, right? And then when we get to gratitude, we begin to understand as I, as I graciously embrace the grace of God in my life, He gets the glory. You see, one of the most meaningful ways to bring God glory in my life is to live a life of gratitude based on His grace. Do you understand that? As, as, I, as I embrace His grace... Right? Sounds like a a rap song a little bit, right? As I embrace His grace, I become more gracious and and my heart is filled with gratitude. As that gratitude for this gracious God begins to overflow, He gets the glory. But that's not always easy, is it? There are some times that God's favor is so overwhelming, we take it for granted. Fair? Fair? It's so good. It's so rich. It's so overwhelming. We're, it, it's like a tsunami of favor in our lives and kindness. There, there's so much of it, actually, we begin to lose sight of it and we take it for granted. The other side of the coin, sometimes it's difficult to be grateful in life, is because of circumstances themselves, correct? So just the grind sometimes will take the gratitude out of us. Just the daily grind. And so we begin to understand, well, uh, w- one of the reasons that i maybe not as grateful as I should be is I've lost sight of, of His favor. I've lost sight of His grace. I've, I've taken it for granted. Or the grind, the circumstances of life, let's just face it, they wear us down. And as we see the circumstance, we begin to question the grace. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, notice what Paul says. He says, be thankful. Say that with me out loud, would you? Be thankful. Let's try it one more time. Be thankful in all circumstances. My goodness. You ever run across one of those verses you're like, oh, they would have just left that out. If they would have just tweaked that a little bit. But I want you to notice something what Paul says. He says, be thankful in, in it. Say in it. He doesn't say for it. He says in it. I don't think we have to be thankful for all things, but the scripture commands us to be thankful in all things. Why? It's God's will for our life for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. What what a powerful reminder that we are to be thankful in all circumstances for this is actually God's will for our lives and the tragedy and the trials and the triumphs. We experience His grace which leads us to this beautiful place of gratitude and godly gratitude, right? He he becomes the expression of our appreciation. Just to say, God, I appreciate you. I appreciate your grace, your favor, your kindness in my life. As I was thinking about this passage, I began to think about a story. Maybe you've seen the story. I'm going to show about a five-minute video clip of of a young lady who sheds insight into what I think it means to live a life of gratitude based upon God's grace so that He gets the glory. Godly gratitude is focused on the living God. It has its substance in His grace. Not circumstances, but in His grace. When we understand the power of God's grace, how about when we begin to understand the power of God's grace? We begin to understand true gratefulness, true gratitude. James, in chapter 1, verse 7, says this, that whatever is good and perfect, it is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes. Or cast a shifting shadow. One commentator highlights the word gift here in the passage used two different times. And he says this, the words for gift here emphasizes the perfection and the inclusiveness of God's grace. We are just not to be grateful. We're to be grateful to God. We're to be grateful to God as we are grateful to God. He gets the glory. He gets the honor. He gets the praise when our gratitude is directed in appreciation to our God. God's gifts are overwhelming. Amen. If you begin to think about God's grace in your own life right now in this simple moment, It's overwhelming. God's goodness is beyond compare. It is significant in many ways, is it not? We see His grace and His favor. We see His loving kindness in the person of Jesus. We see that's the ultimate expression of His grace. When we look to Jesus Christ, when we're not sure what grace looks like, look unto Jesus. John chapter 1 says that He is full of grace and truth and we see God's grace in the significant things in life, but how often do we overlook God's grace in the simple, simple things of life? Relationships. (laughs) How many people in your life right now, how many amazing relationships that you would just take one moment and think about a relationship in your life and you're like, man, I enjoy spending time with that person. You know what that is? called grace you know what that is it is a gift from the father so we have those relationships right we're like I enjoy spending time with him or her whether it's your spouse your children uh, someone else you like when you when we're together it's an encouraging inspiring it's just a great time to be together how many of you have someone like that in your life just, we just raise you you probably have that person if not you better start praying Yeah, Lord, bring me that person. But we also have the other side of that coin, right? We have the other person. And you're saying, now the other person, maybe I avoid when I see them in the produce aisle. Or We have that person. And could it be that that's a gift as well? Sure. Could it be that God has them in your life and my life And I'm just thinking about as I'm talking about this. I might be that person. You know what? I'm like, I'm the person. It's likely I'm the person to someone. And you may be as well. But but is that not also a gift of God? Sure. Maybe God wants to, to test me in that. Maybe He wants to teach me. Maybe He's trying to transform me. And that too is a gift. How many of you have some type of hobby? Some type of hobby. Would you just raise your hand? Like, what do you enjoy doing besides coming to church? What do you enjoy doing, Joel? Skiing, hunting. Okay, all right. What do you enjoy doing? Playing golf. Ladies, anybody? Any? Yes, Sue. Yeah, crafting. It's it's a really neat thing to do. Yeah. So so think about that hobby. You're like, oh, it's just a hobby. But wait a second. Isn't that also a gift of God's grace to you? Sure. Yeah, that's a gift of grace. You you enjoy something, and you're like, well, I've never thought... Yeah, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. But how many times, I know me, when I'm doing something I enjoy, I'm like, man, I enjoy this. How many times have I stopped and said, Father, thank you for the opportunity, for the time, for the ability, for the resources? To do what I'm doing, right? How many of you have like a favorite food? Would you? I know now. I know I'm getting to everybody, right? Like I'm not into hobbies. That is my that is my hobby, eating, right? You have a favorite food. You know what my favorite food is? Are you sitting down? It's oatmeal. I tell my wife if I if it comes to the point where there's a last meal. It's going to be oatmeal blueberries, bananas. Any other oatmealers in the house? I just want to see who we are. There's one other. Okay, Matt, you and I need to start an oatmeal group. I see you. But think about your favorite food, right? That you, you're like, man, I'm enjoying this. This is really good. You know what that is? It's God's grace. It's His favor. It's His goodness. You're like, oh, you know one of the things that Jesus was thankful for was His food, His meal. He blessed it. Jesus was thankful for His meal. So you think about the simple things. There's the significant stuff, right? Jesus and and his, and his redemptive work on the cross. And there's those simple things that are quite frankly overwhelming. How many of you have a bed to go home to tonight? You have a pillow to lay your head down. You have a roof over your head. You might even have heat. Some of you haven't turned it on yet. Turn it on. Think about those types of things. You're like, oh, that's just everyday life. No, that's called grace. That's favor. And that's why you and I, as the followers of Jesus, should follow our knees and say, Father, you're overwhelming me with so much favor and grace in my life. I don't know where to begin. I just want to say, I thank you for all of it. All of it. You know, as we conclude, I just want to remind those of us in the room, maybe we've never experienced God's grace through Jesus Christ. We've never experienced His love through Jesus. Maybe you you attend this church, another church, or... You're not sure where you are with Jesus. The passage says that His grace is what? Is reaching. That's the nature of grace. It, it reaches out. And so maybe you've never crossed the line of faith. Maybe you're watching on television today and you've never crossed the line of faith. Man, why would you not say yes to His grace? To a God who loves you as you are, not as you should be, because quite frankly, we're never as we should be. Would you be willing to say yes to Jesus? Just admit your need for Him, right? Admit you need God's grace. The Scripture says it's by grace that we're saved through faith. It's not of ourselves. Lest no one can boast about it. So if you've never crossed the line of faith, I encourage you tonight at the conclusion of our time together, if you're watching online, send us an email, please. If you're here in the room, come see me after this, this time together. Let's talk about what it means to cross the line of faith, to admit that Jesus is who He says He is and, and that we need Him that we need to believe what the Scripture says about Jesus. Confess Him as Lord. Scripture says we'll be saved. We, we experience that grace. I can't imagine living this life in this time, in this world, in this culture, without the grace of God. You see what's happening in the world. That's all with the presence of God's grace in His people. Maybe you're a believer. You're a follower of Jesus. You're one of those Isaiah 43, 7s, bring all who claim me as their God. I've made them for my glory. Maybe that's you. Let me just challenge you. A couple challenges. One is I want to challenge you to cross the line of faith in Jesus Christ. Second of all, uh, I I want us to take this message and, and do something with it. Okay, so a couple things I encourage you to do is, one, I want you to begin every day for the foreseeable future, maybe a month, maybe two months, maybe the rest of your life, and begin your day with gratitude, an act of gratitude, of godly focused appreciation. As you bring that godly focused appreciation and that gratitude, you begin to understand His grace. Now, you begin to live for His glory. So, you can do it through praying. Just the first thing you do when you get up is you begin praying. All right? You just pray. Say, Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Another thing you can do, maybe you just want to memorize some scripture. The scriptures are full of passages on gratitude. Full. Maybe you just want to memorize a passage, but you want to dig into the Word. See, what do a little study on gratitude in the Scriptures. Do a little study in the Scriptures. Another thing you might want to do is, is journal a few things, right? Keep a little journal. Say, God, that came to mind today. I'm just going to write that down. Have an area of prayer or wherever you like to have your coffee and just maybe just, just start a little gratitude journal. Just start your day with gratitude, with godly gratitude. And see how that day develops. Others of you, you may want to get into some worship, right? Just to sing worship songs. It's a powerful thing to do. We used to sing an, an old song. I'm getting older. I say that a lot, right? An old song. I don't know how old it is. It's at least 56 years old. Maybe not. And it, it, it went like this. It, it went, give thanks with a, with a grateful heart. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ, His Son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us, give thanks. There's a host of worship songs, and you can just worship the Lord. If you were to wake up tomorrow with only the things that you thanked God for today, what would you have? Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. We pray you allow this message to transform you to take what you learned and share the love of Jesus to those around you. You can stay informed and connected by following Discovery Point Church on all social media platforms. Thank you and God bless you.